The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Marco, I was weak. Marco, there we are. I'm glad that you guys are just about as excited as I am for the summer, right? As the temperatures kind of ramp up uh, today, tomorrow, right? Some of us are already maybe thinking about summer and swimming, finding a little bit of reprieve amidst the summer heat. And uh, John, today in our second reading, talking about his vision of heaven, right? Our eternal reprieve says that God will lead us to the life-giving springs. Talking about this reprieve of eternity, today on this Good Shepherd Sunday, Christ talks in the gospel about the fact that we have a promise of eternal life. He says, no one will snatch you away. No one can take you out of my hand. Those are some pretty powerful words that, that no one can take, take us out of the hand. In terms of the sheep, means not even the wolves will be able to keep us away or take us away from the shepherd. So the only thing there that can take us away is actually ourselves. So at the heart of our life, at the heart of worship, is to remain in that promise, to remain in relationship with him, to remain in relationship with him through the church. In other words, to remain in the pool. But once we jump in, what do we do? I don't know about you guys, especially those of you who are older, but I've realized that as I've gotten older, if I don't have a plan um, or if I don't have a chair, a floating chair by which I'm going to get scorched uh, laying on for hours, all right, if I just remain stagnant, I get bored. And with nothing to do, I just shrivel up and then I get up and I get out of the pool. The reprieve is really no longer that refreshing. So for us, once we kind of dive in, I think we have to start asking that question then, like, what do, what do we do? And I think that's where the game of Marco Polo comes in. Because Marco Polo is a good model for us to remain active in our spiritual life. The game of Marco Polo, right, if you are unfamiliar, it's based off this explorer to the Orient, I believe uh, modern day China, uh, 1200, something like that. Anyhow. All right, great. So it's based off the principle of tag. Except instead of depending on your sight, you rather depend on your hearing. And for us, what do we do with this in the terms of the faith? 
Jesus says in the gospel today, he says, my sheep hear my voice. He didn't say my sheep know my facial features. He said, my sheep hear my voice. And so the first essential thing is that we're open to listen to what God has to say. In other words, we have to find Christ by listening for his voice. But in the adolescence of our faith, then the responsibility switches. And we have to allow God to pursue us. And we know that the, the Father, we know as, as Christ said in the gospel today, that Father and I are one, that, that Jesus pursues us relentlessly. He's always crying out our name. Not just yelling Marco, he's yelling your name. <laughs> he's looking for you. But what about that tendency when he gets close, we're like that kid that doesn't want to get caught. We're squirming away, we're, we're spending all this energy because we don't, we don't really want him to tag us. And we end up spending way more energy trying to flee from him than it actually requires once he's tagged us. Because once he's tagged us, once we've encountered him, once he's touched us in a way, in our heart, in a way that, that convicts us, then we become like Paul and Barnabas today. We become like the early church. We return the favor. We turn around and we're going out with what? Joy and the Holy Spirit. Because we think it may drain us to be a disciple, but actually it's like receiving a snorkel, the breath that allows us the energy to get, get through and to continue to go out and look for others. Because they quote scripture today when they are put to the test. And what do they say? I have made you a light to the nations that you may be an instrument of salvation to the ends of the earth. I have made you, I have made Father Derek, I have made everyone in this church a light to the nations. So we've established then that the game of Marco Polo is essential in the spiritual life to search for Christ and allow him to search for us and then to go out and Search for those souls whose God has placed in our life to affect. We know that we can't just have one foot in and one foot out because A, that's not only cheating, but it's not actually refreshing. So now we have to talk about strategy. Because it takes great sacrifice to tread water. I don't know about you guys, I'm a terrible swimmer. My mom can tell you I almost drowned twice, maybe three times in my life. It takes work to tread water. So... On this Mother's Day, I think maybe then we actually look to our mothers. Because the first essential, remember I said, is being able to hear the voice of God. We, how do we pick out our mother's voice in a crowd? <laughs> we can do it, especially when they say our middle name. So that means we're in trouble. We have to respond, ask her. She had to do that a lot. It's because we've spent time with them. They've nurtured us. Our relationship with Christ is no different. To spend time with them, to spend time in silence, to hear the voice of God. Okay, that sounds great, Father, but <laughs> I've tried that. I don't hear him. Praying with scripture, the word of God, living and effective, where Christ actually comes out and says our name and just waits for our response. He uses what was written thousands of years ago to speak to us today. Another one, which honestly, I'm going to be full transparency. I'm terrible at this. 
and I don't know why I haven't returned back to it, journaling. It doesn't sound super attractive, but if you like to talk as much as I do, it's going to dominate your prayer, and God's going to hear you, but you're not going to hear him. Journaling slows me down, and oftentimes what I find is that as I'm kind of writing my reflections, the fruit of my prayer, what I discover is that actually God kind of <laughs> writes, Marco, That's what he's inviting me to. So these are the little ways that we kind of grow in that personal relationship with Christ, right? Setting aside our devices, especially our phones, full transparency. I get distracted even this morning. I went to go visit someone, a homebound person in between mass, and I didn't get morning prayer said in the morning because I saw an article and I was looking around for about five minutes. So to get rid of these things, to focus in our relationship, great, awesome. But there's also, a, I don't know about you guys, there's, there's a kind of a second part there. Let me go back to that kind of adolescent feeling. Uh, there's going to be times in our relationship with Almighty God that things are going to seem a little off or a little embarrassing. Uh, to proclaim Christ, to defend Catholicism. But Paul and Barnabas today were exiled in front of everyone. They were kicked out of a city. And what does it say? They had joy and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. As we go home today or, or we go out or we travel to spend time with our mothers, let us remember that they were an example of discipleship to us, even if they were imperfect. Because they taught us to listen to their voice. They allowed us to hear and to receive the nurturing that we needed to grow and to thrive. And even as we recount maybe some of these embarrassing stories, just remember the sacrifice they went through, probably being embarrassed by you at times, but they did it with great love. So today, let's not think of our faith, our relationship with Christ as something abstract. As we reflect on the role of our mothers in our life, we reflect on the need to listen, to be nurtured by the sacraments, not just so we can play a game, Marco Polo, but we can proclaim Jesus Christ for the world who's waiting desperately to be pursued by him, to hear him, and to be claimed by him.